Sibilance. Sibilance. All right. Welcome to the podcast, the one millionth podcast. We're late to the game. Yeah. We, we should have done this a long time ago. But, well, then um, we wouldn't have hit a millionth. I know. I'm not even sure that that's an accurate number. I just feel like we're the one millionth podcast to ever be started. I think we're the 10 millionth podcast to ever <laughs> be started. But for brevity's sake. For brevity. Maybe we will st- call it the 10 millionth podcast. Uh, hello, I am Chris Porter. I'm a comedian. Uh, most likely, if you're listening to this, you've either heard of me or are related to me. Uh, the co-host of my podcast, or our podcast, is uh, one of my best friends and uh, a very funny TV producer and uh, actress, singer, one of the funniest people I know. And also my sister, uh, Miss Andy Porter. Hello. Y- you may applaud in your car. Yay. Uh, little background. Andy and I are the only uh, siblings in our family. Left. Uh, left, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them just didn't make it. Um, uh, that's a joke. We don't have any dead siblings. Um, but uh, we're seven and a half years apart. We did not go to the same school district or even school system. I went to public school. She went to Catholic school. We went to the same college, but they asked you to leave. They did ask me to leave. <laughs> they did. And I and I abided. Yeah. I, I said, and all I right. Got, I got a theater degree. And you so they were like, we'll just take your money then. <laughs> if you're just going to do the same things he was doing. Uh, and so, yeah. So this is our podcast. Uh, I just got back from Philadelphia. The Atlantic City of the East Coast. My sister doesn't know where I am ever, so she just <laughs> always assumes that I'm in Atlantic City. So whenever I call, she's always like, how's Atlantic City? To be fair, you're gone every weekend. I am. I'm not supposed to keep track of you. I've got me to worry about. For sure. And we also, like, it's kind of a thing. Like, our dad traveled our entire life, and we never knew where where the fuck he was. And we're fine now. Yeah. <laughs> But I just remember, I remember in school, like, people would be like, where's your dad? And we'd just be like, I don't know. I don't know. Is your, is your dad home? <laughs> and <laughs> they'd be like, how home? do you not know where your dad is? I'm like, he <laughs> travels every week. It, he's gone. Yeah, but Sundays I get to go to the grocery store with him, which in hindsight was a con. Was a con? Why was that? <laughs> just to get me to help carry the fucking groceries inside the house. <laughs> Our dad does love the grocery store. Oh, he loves the grocery he store. Look, and I think he intentionally forgets things so that he can go back. Anyway, uh, I was in Philadelphia, did four shows at the Punchline. This is kind of a bad time for comedy, just in the year. Just post 9-11. <laughs> no, just because like, it's June, like the weather just broke, so no one wants to be in a dark room. Speak for yourself. To tell j- <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's like just it's just the beginning of like where shows are starting to be lame. Uh, not that they were lame in Philadelphia, but you can definitely feel the drop off in attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet. But yeah, so that being said, I have the next three weeks off. So hopefully, people which is the first time you've been off work for that stretch of period in a few years. Yeah. Yeah. No, it probably is. Uh, just because. Yeah, I do forty to forty-four weekends a year. Uh, because I don't get paid very much. And for those of you listening, that's 52 in a year. <laughs> so that's a lot that's of it. That's a lot. That's a lot of it. So I've been, 
I re- I saw that people are there's a line to get to the top of Everest. There is a line to get to the top of Everest, and it's so fucking expensive, and it takes like two months to get up there. Yeah, and you train forever. Kinda. Super rich people are paying tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, to be Sherpa'd up this mountain. And like one of the most famous markers is a corpse. Yeah. To get to the top, and the air is so thin that like there people are getting so backed up trying to get to the top. That they're just dying in line. They're dying in line. Like it's it's a small world. Or like Black Friday at Walmart. But also, I think you and I are this of the same ilk, and I know you love that phrase. I fucking hate that word. <laughs> I don't have horns. <laughs> that god damn it. God damn it. <laughs> it's close enough, right? Ilk and elk. Ilk elk. Ilk. Are you going to ilk that elk? I don't want to drink elk ilk. But could you imagine you train for whatever six weeks? And and being Sherpa doesn't mean you don't. They're not carrying you up there. You still have to be. Well, you can use your legs. I don't know how much training you have to do for someone to, like, point you in a direction and say, just keep going. Well, no. Well, you got to be in somewhat physical shape or else you become another marker. I'm sure there's tubos at the top. There, there's no way. There sure is it's tubos like a, at the top. It's not like there's an escalator. You got. You still have to climb a mountain. There's not an escalator? No. There's not even an el- nothing. Well, how do I don't you get even the think there's steps. There? Well, I mean, yeah, probably not. I don't think they built stairs. So at you this have point. to be in some sort of. Probably. I well, would think yeah. you'd have to be in some sort of shape. Yeah, they said they sold more passes this year than they've ever sold because they like expanded the window of time that you can to get up there, so they sold a lot. Yeah. And those Himalayans are just like rolling around in some American coin. That yeah, but I just it's don't. The Himalayas, right? How shitty of a day is that? Where you finally get to the peak and they're like, "Oh, it's an hour wait." Yeah, it's like waiting to get in on a ride at Disneyland. Because I wouldn't go. I'd just be like, you know what? Tell them I made. I made it close enough. Yeah, I made like, it to the line. Like at Disneyland, you're like, "Is there air conditioning?" Because I'll wait <laughs> if there's right. air conditioning. Can I just be like, everybody touch everybody, and then touch the guy at the top, and that counts. Right? Can you imagine being four people away? And you're like, "You got it. You got portrait mode. <laughs> you got a pano. Fuck you, Becky. Move on. Move on." Boo! <laughs> Literally dying up you're here. <laughs> And if you pass out, like, you're fucking done. It's like the most jaggedy rocks. Yeah. I assume. I've never been. You don't. <laughs> well, I doubt there's, like, lawn chairs. There should be. I'd spend tens of dollars to get up there. Dude, what they should do is, like, what they do at Magic Mountain, where they just have the Bugs Bunny cartoons playing while you're waiting. Yeah, and then the two 15-year-old couples on either side of you just making out just furiously. Just making out. And, you're like, and they God already have tattoos it. of each other's names on their neck. Yeah. Well, that just comes with a season pass. And then by the time you get to the roller coaster, they've gotten into a fight and they broke up. Good. Single riders. (laughs) Front of the line. Next ride, they're back together. (laughs) They named X2 after me. (laughs) I was super bummed that the gyro drop was fake. I know. Fucking dad ruining everything. (laughs) First this podcast, (laughs) then that ride. (laughs) So, Andy... We have a family chat with me and her and mom and dad. It's called The Fam. It's called The Fam. Uh, Andy named it. She's super clever. Uh, I'm just waiting for their laughter to end. Anyway. Uh, we'll put that in in post. <laughs> It'll be a polite chuckle so from the studio audience. Andy sends us this video, and if you haven't seen it, just look up Gyro Drop. It turns out it's fake, but uh, it's 
one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. I told her to go fuck herself that I, I would I would never do it. And dad was like, oh, I, I might get out there and do it. There's no way. Mom didn't even chime in. She's like, I'm not even addressing this stupid-ass conversation because she knows damn well none of us are flying to South Korea. And she works in insurance for fairs and festivals yeah. and insures such rides and would absolutely know if it was real or not. Also, mom doesn't text me back. Does she text you back? No, mom doesn't call either. No, she doesn't. Have you ever noticed? Like, of when course mom does I've call, noticed. <laughs> of course I've noticed my mom doesn't call me. On the other side of that coin, mom calls every once in a while when she's drunk out on the road because now she's the one that travels. Yeah. And uh, but for the most or if she needs something. But yeah, mom doesn't call. No. Uh, but if she is drunk, she wants to talk. Yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Oh. She just wants to talk shit. <laughs> See, I don't get that. Mom just calls to say, hey, and then she misses me. Oh, really? Yeah. She doesn't really. I mean, that's kind of a recent development. Oh, OK. I remember mom has some of the greatest recipes and most of them include add more butter them include add butter one yeah. of her salads oh it's a seven layer salad and one of the layers is mayonnaise <laughs> it's just mayonnaise it's, just man it's the grossest salad and <laughs> i've had a salad at chilies <laughs> it's the grossest <laughs> it's disgusting That's which i know like ranch is essentially mayonnaise on some level but yeah but at least there's some herbs in there <laughs> right some sort of roughage <laughs> You're like some black flex. Something to give your blood a chance. <laughs> Instead of just the lard. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's why I always get the chicky sandwich at fucking Chili's. I, have, I haven't eaten at a Chili's in well over a decade. Well, then you haven't been on the road. Or to O'Hare Airport. Yeah, there's <laughs> also that. I had, God, that's a depressing chili. Well, it's a Chili's to go. It's a <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is. I've never been, but I've written. No, so many but there's jokes a full chilies in the big. In, there's a there's chilies to go is like in the arms of the terminal, but like in the main section, there's a regular chilies. There's a white tablecloth chilies. There's a yeah. sir. Your blooming onions. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> your El Presidente margarita, sir. <laughs> yeah, the thing. I mean, I love a good margarita, but and you know that I had a bunch of them last night. Uh, <laughs> but man. You, you take a big chance on what kind of glass they come in. Yeah, especially and what color they are. Yeah, there's like blue ones now. I know, right? Could you imagine barfing something like that <laughs> up, but, but not in college? But <laughs> That's the saddest day <laughs> ever. Like, this is it. This is <laughs> the end. Or what if, you, what if you do it again? <laughs> what if you went on a Chili's bender and you're like, day two, more blue stuff. God damn it. You're like, fucking hide the curse out. Chris is back. Right. Put it away. Put the lid on it. Tell them we sold out. Tell them it's gone. Cut to I'm rage flipping a table. More Curacao. I'm the president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, Chili's. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it's Yeah, it's usually a sad night. You're eating there by yourself because you, no one eats there on purpose. It's because there are no other options. Right. On the borders closed. Right. <laughs> Dave and Buster's is just packed. Oh, what what a bummer. What a b You're like, I just want to eat this mountain of nachos and hear the ding-dings in peace. <laughs> the ding -ding. I just, I love it when I see people on dates at Dave and Buster's because, like, I'm not, it's just not a good vibe, I don't think. I disagree. I think Dave and Buster's is a great place to go on a date. 
Because also, if it sucks, you can just play games the whole time. Yeah, but see, you're of a different generation. Like, girls my age, they never played video games. Well, girls your age suck. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, no, but it... Because, like, your generation was the first generation where girls were like, no, this is cool. I, I'll throw down on this. Yeah. Well, I also had no choice. It was the only way I could hang out with you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That was very fair. But also, you were, when I was 14, you were seven. So it's not like we were going to do a whole lot else anyway. Yeah. I was like, hey, you want to play Barbies with me? You're no, like, no, I have to go to my part-time job at Best Buy. <laughs> I'll get you half off your Deep Blue Something CD. <laughs> Which also, Dad, I told him he was stopping by because we used to live out in the country. And it was quite a journey to get to Best Buy. Yeah. And Dad was stopping by on his way home from work. Probably he just wanted to get a CD or a flight simulator. Uh, easy, or like an add-on to his flight simulator. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, expansion I, can, pack. I can get the, X, the SR-71. <laughs> it has a bigger windshield. Well, did you? <laughs> But I was like, Dad, will you pick up the Deep Blue Something CD? Because I had that song, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, yeah, they did. It was, Anna said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? She said, I think you all know it. And one thing she got. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's super catchy. It's so catchy. And I was like, Dad, give me the CD. He was like, great. So he comes home, and he's like, I got it. And I was like, get this, Dad. He got me a Deep Blue C album. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> okay. You know, and the movie wasn't even out yet, so it wasn't the soundtrack. <laughs> Just some, like, 70s off-alt-country yeah, like, band? Yeah, he was like, I thought you didn't know the name of the band. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I have to wait oh, another... Oh, so he thought you meant Deep Blue something. something. God damn it. God damn it. I was like, I have to wait another two fucking days <laughs> for Chris's next shift for you to get this right? Man, you had a rough life. It was the you had a rough. I had to mail out for the Lion King VHS. That took six to eight weeks. Kids today don't know what that was like. Oh, it sucked. Every day I made mom stop at the driveway so I could open the mailbox. And she'd be like, it's not in there. I was like, you don't know. You don't work for the mail. You know. And then she was right the whole time. Yeah, because she was like, no, but I know how calendars work. Yeah, and I was like, I go to Catholic school. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> What day is it? Jesus Day? Jesus Day, correct. <laughs> Every day is Jesus Day, but is it the one where we don't have school? Because that's my favorite one. Because I'm here alone. <laughs> I'm al I feel lost. <laughs> Teacher, <laughs> how did I get in here? This place should be locked. That's literally my inner monologue every second of every day. <laughs> oh, oh, that's sad. That is... <laughs> Man, we always got a good run and then darkness. Deep blue something. So, I found one that you're going to hate. Okay. <laughs> I saw this on Barstool Sports, and the headline says, Dorks say by the year 2040, 35% of our meat will not be coming from dead animals. Uh oh, that's fine. There's still a lot. There's still more meat. It's going to be all the meat. from plant-based sources made in a lab. I had an Impossible Burger. It's not bad. You just... You had an Impossible Burger. Yeah. I didn't that tell you that story. is impossible. I had an Impossible Burger before it was like when they were just serving it at Crossroads. When You're that being was the, the Silver Lake of Impossible Burgers right now. So this is what happened. My buddy Roger Leopardi, uh, who got me signed with my voiceover agent. Thank you, Roger. What uh, a plug. Yeah. Uh, we... He was like, let's... He's like, I want you to have this burger, this Impossible Burger. And I'm like, great. So I met him at Crossroads. And, like, he went there enough to where I was like, I'm meeting a friend here. And they're like, what's he look like? I'm like, he's got a lot of rings and a ball cap. 
And they're like, oh, Roger. He's back like, there. Tom Brady? Yeah. You're like, no, <laughs> no Roger. Yeah, right. So uh, the guy comes over, and, like, Roger knew the GM, and he was and kind of hipped him to me. So the GM, before I even got there, like, watched me on YouTube and shit. So he comes over, he's like, oh, you're so funny, blah, blah. You want a tour? I'm like, fuck yeah. So we take a tour, and uh, <laughs> we go into this private room, and he's like, yeah, uh, Paul and Ringo ate here the other night. And I'm like, Paul and Ringo ate here? But they're vegans. Wait, they're ve- Wait, they're vegans. This is a vegan place. What? What? <laughs> Wait, what? What are their last names? What are their last <laughs> names? <laughs> McCartney. No! McCartney. It was Ringo. <laughs> so I come over and I'm like, Roger, this is a vegan place. He's like, yeah. I'm like, how am I going to have a burger? He's like, just wait. And so they start telling me about the Impossible Burger. I can't I, believe you listened. And it's made, for, well, I'm like, I was all ears at this because I had already committed. I wasn't going to back out. Yeah. I mean, I hate vegetables, but I'm not a pussy. Uh. Fair enough. So they told me about how the proteins are made and how they found the taste of meat comes from, it has to come from grass because the Grass-fed beef. Grass-fed brief. Grass-fed brief. Uh, Grass-fed, goddammit, McDonald's. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, and I had one, and it was good. It tasted like a, it tasted like a burger, and the fries were good. And, but then, like an hour later, I was hungry again. Interesting. Yeah. Because it usually wouldn't work out that way. I feel like usually plants keep you sustained for longer satiated for longer that's the word i think my body is just so not used to them Absolutely i'm sure it just not. i'm sure it just pushed it aside it like, whoa 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 like this has no preservatives in it get this the fuck out of here presses. <laughs> we can't are just made of nacho cheese <laughs> we, can't. we can't it's just it's a stream just of a hot cheese gelatinous ooze it starts <laughs> in his stomach and ends in his butthole <laughs> it just leaks out he uh, wears diapers <laughs> God damn it. That was more of an episode two reve- rev- reveal. <laughs> also, Chris Man. can't say a revelation. Or, yeah. Who, who didn't go to Catholic school now? <laughs> I know about the end of times. Yeah, you do. They're in my hand. But you know what was cool about our parents and religion? Uh, not to get off topic. Mom, and, mom was always cool. As, you know, she was raised Catholic. Our church that they were married in and... Uh, and where Annie went to school, that that church started in our great great parents' basement, living, oh, room. living room, living room. room. The first yeah. mass was held there. The first yeah, couple of them, I think. Yeah, and until she was the in the first graduating class of St. Agnes. I was the fourth generation to go there. Yeah, and they put us in the Kansas City Star about it, but Grandpa didn't show up because he was getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's Grandpa. I assume he just wasn't there, but I assume that's why he wasn't there. Because uh, what else was he doing? Right. Playing golf, which is also getting drunk. But also, yeah, Grandpa didn't do a lot. Without getting drunk. Um, he made a business off of And this. I got a story about that here in a second. But uh, mom was always very cool about, she would sat us down and she was like, listen, this is our religion. And this was a thing that we, this is how we explain things before science. So just kind of take it with a grain of salt and also wear condoms and don't get girls pregnant. I didn't get that talk. Oh, I very much got that talk. I didn't get the condom Well, talk. I guess you were, well. She did say don't get girls pregnant though. <laughs> No, mine was 16. She was wasted at Christmas Eve dinner. And I was literally changing the CDs on the six CD changer. Yeah. Because, you know, it we was were 2003. Balling. Right. And mom comes up to me. She's like, so, you know, we're just really fertile. So if you need anything, wink, wink. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, first of all, I go to Catholic school. 
couldn't even tell you what a penis looks like. For sure. For what I assume, it's this microphone, which was pretty close. Yeah, it's not, it's not, but yeah, you don't want it to tail off at the end there. News to me. News to me. <laughs> wow, that's pretty, that's funny though. <laughs> mom, mom gave you like a dad sex talk. Yeah, well, dad wasn't going to do it. No. Oh, man. When I remember when dad, I was 12 or 13, and he we sat me down to read uh, where babies come from, and it was the most awkward fucking thing. He was, like, shaking, and he was just <laughs> fucking super nervous. It was probably just him having DT. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a Miller Lite in six hours. Oh, shit. Sponsor us. Oh, man. So, uh... <laughs> But yeah, we just read the book together, and I think Dad learned some stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was? Oh, our grandpa owned a service station, uh, slash bar, basically, <laughs> uh, where you people basically it was known to our family that you didn't take your car to Grandpa after Thursday afternoon. Yeah, because they would start drinking, and then Friday morning they'd fix like a car. And then have an early lunch, and yeah. then it was a shit show. Yeah. And this was like a place where it was almost like uh, King of the Hill, like where dudes just hung out, yeah. told stories, totally, drank a shit ton of beer. All white guys. All white dudes. <laughs> uh, I, w- on my 8100 Prelude, I remember I broke the turn signal, and it started to get hot. This was also when you were in high school. This was also when I was in high school, and we lived... A good 30 minutes from Grandpa's station. We lived way out in the fucking states. Oh, it's longer than that, I'd say. (laughs) Nah. Uh, But I'm editing in that I'm right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) you're just going to take out a point where I say you're right, and then you're just going to just keep adding it in? Yeah, you just said it. Oh, (laughs) damn it. Uh, So anyway. You're right. I took it to Grandpa on a late Friday afternoon, knowing Grandpa was shit-faced. But also knowing that he'd been a mechanic for 25 years and could probably do this with very easily. So I took it in. Grandpa, I go, Grandpa, I broke my turn signal. I need you to super glue. He's like, no problem. Like, he was barely making words. Like he's as, He was as drunk as I'd ever seen him. And he fixed it. it that thing was perfect. Uh, drove out to high school because I had to do, I played drums in the pep band that mm-hmm. night. And went to turn on. Also prom king, obviously. Obviously. Uh, and then went to turn on my winch, or my he- headlights, which were on that turn signal. Like it was a little turn thing. It was a stick. Yeah, it was like a little, you know, it's like, like where most. where your wipers are. Yeah, your turn for sure. List. So I went to turn it on. Grandpa was so drunk, he had spilled so much super glue that he'd super glued my headlights off. <laughs> and I couldn't. I, <laughs> I had a pair of pliers in my glove compartment and i remember i was trying to turn it so hard and hold on to one end and turn it with the pliers that i ended up like making the inside of my hand raw yeah your little baby 17 year old hands so (laughs) i remember calling dad from a payphone because it was 1995 yikes (laughs) (laughs) so uh i remember calling dad at 11 o'clock at night he was asleep and going (laughs) He go and he knew it was me because no one else was calling the house at eleven o'clock and now he just goes what, and I go I need you to come get me. He goes why. Grandpa super glued my lights off. He went from dead ass asleep to full on hilarious in a split second. Woke mom up. Mom goes what's going on? 
He goes, your dumbass father super glued our son's lights off, so I have to go get him. Now she's laughing. <laughs> 20 minutes later, dad shows up. It's obvious he's been crying <laughs> the entire 20-minute drive out to the high school. And he pulls up, and he's trying not to laugh. Like, and he's not, But he doesn't turn on the radio. He just, I get in. I'm pissed. And I just hear him like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. It's funny. And he's like, ah! <laughs> and we laughed the whole way home. But that, that's grandpa. Yeah, and that's also dad. Like, if there's anything that they've taught us is, at the end of the day, it's going to be fucking funny. Yeah, for sure. Anything's going to be funny at some point. At some point. Yeah. It Maybe takes a couple years. There's a few things that still aren't funny around the house, but, you know, 2020, maybe. Yeah, you're talking about when you sang the net and then sang the take me out to the ball game. No, that's still funny. That's funny now. It's funny now? It's funny now. Can we bring the DVD I mean, out I don't want to see. I don't know if I want to watch it. Yeah. But. I do. All <laughs> right. So I guess we got to tell that story now. <laughs> so a couple, like 2011, I wanted to throw out a first pitch at the Royal Stadium and they didn't. All that was booked up, but they said I could sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. We all know it. We all know it. We thought. But uh, they don't let you rehearse that shit. <laughs> that you just, Do I get a mic? Do I get a sound check? You just show up, and they're like, you know it. Get up there. Well, it's a lot faster than I had expected. And they gave you an, an earpiece. They gave me an in-earpiece, which, which fell out note two. It was like, <laughs> bump, bump, and then the earpiece fell out. And I'm like, fuck. And there's a two-second delay between what you're singing into the mic and what's coming out of the speakers. <laughs> and uh, it went horrifyingly. <laughs> Like, it went from the greatest moment of my life to the worst moment of my life in about two lines. And the greatest part of being your sister was watching it on the jumbo I My entire <laughs> face was on crown, which it was crown vision, which is the entire thing, that entire giant screen. It's like one of the biggest jumbotrons in the MLB. And I, yeah, I got a peanut thrown at me. Several. Just and one so, reached you. So then, so then. I get our, our family is not nice. <laughs> like they are fucking ruthless and that's what I love about them, but I got I got 48 hours of fucking constant shit. And for good reason. Like I earned it. Yeah. But then about the time people were over it, dad walks in from the mailbox and he's like, "They set a DVD." <laughs> and we were like, "Put it in, put it in." <laughs> and it is a th fucking multi-camera shoot <laughs> complete with like disappointed strangers just like this is my first ball game and you're ruining it <laughs> and cut to me going i know and i'm sorry <laughs> and, uh but yeah i don't yeah i don't know if i'm ready to watch but i'm definitely at a point now where it's funny well i remember sitting in the front row in mom's like office's seats yeah because when you sing take me out to the ball game they don't really give you tickets no, they don't. The ones no. they were like way out in right field. But I remember sitting in mom's office's seats with mom on my left and Kurt on my right. And <laughs> I remember as soon as it started, and then as soon as it started to go south, which was right after it started, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember Kurt and mom and I all grabbing each other's knees and dropping our jaws like, this is A, not going to be fun after the song ends because he is going to be very upset. But this is one of the greatest moments <laughs> I'll ever see. Because, I mean, I felt so bad for you, but it's like, what are you going to do? And yeah. 
like Dad said, it can be funny now. To, and to the point, <laughs> uh, our friend who's a professional singer went and did it and then went to the Royals and said, you can't make normal people do this. Because Ian. Oh, yeah. He went to, he went up there and he was like, yeah, this is fucking horrifying. Yeah. Uh, now they have like a girl lip sync it. What? Yeah. Like if Why you don't just have Slugger do it? Right. Because <laughs> I think they recorded a girl doing it. They might not be lip syncing it, but I'm pretty sure they're lip syncing. You know what? Shadow that glass ceiling that there isn't one at the baseball field. Good one. I like how you start a sentence and just wing it. Hey. Let's just see where this goes. I'll just throw in words. That's how I got hired at E. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Hey, Bubba. Uh, Otto is here. He is my sister's dog. He's my also my puppy nephew. Puppy. Pup view. He's a good boy. He's the coolest dog in the world. He's like, throw this fucking ball. <laughs> Are you done talking to each other he, yet? He just got shaved, which is about time. And he, his dick looks huge. <laughs> what? I adopted a well-hung pup. <laughs> Was that one of your criteria? It's the only criteria. You're like, hypoallergenic, <laughs> huge dick. What do you got? That's literally my requisites on Bumble. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shedding all over my shit. Yeah, fuck you. This duvet's from anthropology. You small dick bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Big dicks, no dandruff. Uh, big <laughs> all right, next topic. Next uh, topic. Plus-sized mannequins at the Nike store in London. And there's outrage about it. I don't get why there's outrage about it. I don't get why there's outrage either. Because there's a thousand, well, more than a thousand different body types yeah. on planet Earth. You would like to be able to see what the clothes are going to look like on you. For sure. And also, the I read that the average American female is 5'4", 170. That's according to statistics. I'm doing all right. Yeah, look at you. Look at me. And they said- I ate ice cream for dinner. Did you? Yeah, just a little. What kind? Vanilla, and I put nerds in it. There you go, like your own little blizzard. Dude, that was my favorite- thing growing up was going to Dairy Queen and getting a Nerds Blizzard and they don't do that anymore. They don't do Nerds Blizzards? No, they haven't forever. And there was a Dairy Queen down the street from me in college and I would go get a box of Nerds at the Dillon's grocery store across the street on what was that on? 17th Street? And I'm not that, like it matters. Lawrence, Kansas. But I'd go. LMFK. LMFK, motherfucker. I already said motherfucker twice. Yeah, I was going to say it's already in there. I like to emphasize it. Okay. I put it in bold. Yep. So I go get some nerds. Is saying it twice emphasizing? Yeah, it or emphasizes it. is it just being it. stupid? It's just being stupid. Okay. See what I did? <laughs> so I went and got an o open box of nerds, and I would go to Dairy Queen and go to the drive-thru and be like, and obviously very high. Yeah. On shitty Lawrence weed. Remember For sure. Remember when seeds and stems were a thing? Oh, like you get it, it looked like a Nestle Crunch bar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I spent $60 on this. And you're like, I got ripped the fuck off. Yeah, you better have got an ounce of that for that. I didn't. <laughs> Again, theater degree. But that was also back when there were two kinds, like you could get shit weed or you could get kimba. So I would go to the Dairy Queen. I'd be like, I know it's probably against like health code, but can you put a little bit of nerds in the blizzard? And 50% of the time it would work. Yeah. But I'd try it every time. For sure. But yeah, I just try to make it myself now because Dairy Queens don't exist. Ryan Farrell and I went to the Taco John's at 9th and Emory. No, six, si on 6th Street. So oh, much. Old Father Studios. Uh, they, uh, they would literally, like, double the meat. Like, we would, they couldn't get the lid on. 
because they we just went there so much they knew us and they'd be like oh we're gonna fucking feed you for two days (laughs) please i'm in college yeah i mean (laughs) i remember and you know this but our listeners don't they're the dominoes at ninth and iowa which is still there i called them so much probably three times a week i just call and say hey it's chris and they go we'll see you in 10 (laughs) and i'd show up and they'd have a large pepperoni pizza for me because it was six bucks Oh, God. Yeah. The 70s sounds so cool. Oh, God damn it. You can go <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> I would call Jimmy John's on my drive home from the bars, you know, five blocks home. <laughs> Fucking you drove five blocks? I didn't drive. I was hammered. <laughs> Someone else did who was less drunk because it was only five blocks. Yeah. But I'd also you could have walked. Shut up. <laughs> it's cold there most of the time. And when it's not cold, it's super hot and you have three weeks of not either one of those things. Yeah. And I'd call them, and I'd order Jimmy John so it would arrive at the same time as me getting home. Fuck online shopping. That's the only reason I had my debit card memorized. <laughs> I remember walking home when I was at Lawrence in 97. Uh, walking back from the Hawk, it started pouring rain. I was just soaked. It didn't matter because no one had cell phones at the time. They didn't exist yet. They <laughs> They were still like the bag phones. Yeah, Al Gore was still inventing the internet. He was. And uh, I remember I was walking past Burrito King and this car. Burrito King. God damn it. And this car pulls up with three girls in it that are blaring Puff Daddy and the Family, which had just come out, by the way. Is that an album or a song? That's an album. Uh, it's his, It's the one album that had good songs on it. I don't know about that. The Godzilla soundtrack was pretty good. But that's a Godzilla soundtrack. Well, that's one where Puff Daddy samples Led Zeppelin. Yeah, so it's really more of a Led Zeppelin song. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Puff Daddy played with Jimmy Page. I remember the music video. They were on a skyscraper. Godzilla was there. It was a whole thing. Do you remember when Puff Daddy sang with Sting and Sting looked like he was fucking having an anal exam? Like he couldn't figure out the fucking... How to Sting time it? Always looks like he's having an anal exam. He probably is though. He's probably got like a machine that just is always monitoring his butthole. <laughs> right? Like a like a butthole tricorder. Yeah, and who's the dude who puts dribbles up his ass? Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Yeah. I don't think that's been fi- I don't think that's been uh, like proven. Proven. That hasn't not not been proven. I think that's fair. That's also fair. Yeah. All right. But I remember these three girls picked me up and they're just like, "Do you need a ride?" and I was so hammered. I was like, "What?" They're like, do you need a ride? I go, yes. I got in. They drove me four blocks. I danced the whole way. <laughs> and then they dropped me off. And not yeah. What, were you on the back of it like Marty McFly? No, there was just, there were three girls in a four-seater. So I just got in. They oh, drove gotcha. me around. I was like, thank you. <laughs> got out. I was like, I probably should have talked to one of them. So at one time, my college roommate and I got on a party bus full of people we didn't know and wound up at like, what was that, the outhouse, that weird strip club out in the country? The one where you brought, it was the one where you brought your own beer and you could yeah, do whatever the right. fuck you wanted. Yeah, and they shot ping pong balls out their hoochies. Yes. Sorry. Coochies. <laughs> they are hoochies. Ping so pong balls were in their coochies. I think it's still there. Outhouse was a strip club outside of Lawrence that wasn't in any particular, like it wasn't in any city limits, so it only had to adhere to state prostitution laws. Is that right? That's why it was out there, yeah. And that's also why you had to bring your own beer. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm looking up to see if this is still, no. Oh, it's closed right now. Oh, it's currently closed? Oh, it only it, it opens on Wednesday at 7 p.m. It's oh, okay. still open. 
So yeah, so you could go out there and they would. Sh- and it's basically like going to Vietnam and watching girls shoot shit out of their buttholes. So. Oh, it's Wikipedia says it was a hardcore punk music venue. Maybe they. They're ch- like that's why it's sticky. That's. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of spilled Fanta. And a lot of spilled Fanta. And semen. I'm like looking to see if there's anyone of note. Like I would know. Oh, the Dropkick Murphys played there. Okay. Flaming Lips played there. Fugazi. Otto is on board. Green Day played there. When Guar. was this? I don't This is also on Wikipedia. Was this before it was a strip club? I think so. Oh, okay. The Offspring Nirvana. No, this is. I think this is just a list. No. <laughs> wow. Nirvana played there. Not recently. <laughs> no, it was recently. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a different band. Social Distortion, Sonic Youth, The that Vandals, White Zombie, White Flag. What yeah, the fuck? This had to be before it was a strip club. Yeah. Or, I mean, simultaneously. Or they just went there and they were like, you know what? I've seen a girl fire a ping pong ball at her hoo-ha. Why don't we just go ahead and play a set? Right. Well, it says uh, the outhouse wa- was unique because it was a gutted cinder block storage garage in the middle of a cornfield. Uh, <laughs> oh, it closed because of the Great Flood in 93. Oh, okay. And then reopened as whatever the fuck? Yeah, the building once known as the outhouse is now a BYOB strip club. Citation needed. Citation needed. We gotcha. We got it's there. True. It is. It's true we've and it's gross. We've been there decades apart. Oh, I never went. Oh. I just knew about it. Me neither. (laughs) All right. So we watched that movie Free Solo together. We did. Oh, we should talk about all the movies we've seen together before we go. Go ahead. Before we go, all the movies we've seen together? We should save some. The ones recently. Yeah, we don't have to say everything. Yeah, okay. But so we watched Free Solo together, which if you haven't seen it, it's a documentary about a guy who was a first climber to climb El Capitan. In Yosemite. To free free climb it. To free climb it Which without using any ropes or security system or whatsoever. Yeah. So, uh, this a 10-year-old girl just summited El Capitan, obviously using ropes and chains, but yes. with her father. The youngest person to ever do that. That's crazy. Isn't that fucking nuts? And she also has three younger siblings that are all climbers, so she's not going to have her like record for very long. Oh, because really? Because all of her younger siblings are going to fucking out-climb her. Can you imagine? <laughs> The rage <laughs> you would feel. Like, I don't know how it feels, but I'm sure you know how it feels because I'm better than you at most things. Yeah. Which okay. is what I tell myself. You so keep, I feel you good. You keep doing Yeah, and I'll let you have it. Thank you. I'll it. let you have it. I'll let you fight facts. <laughs> I was raised Catholic. You were? So, yeah, so it's not a new thing for you. I don't know. I'd be fucking pissed if I was, like, youngest person ever to climb a slab, the tallest slab of granite. Yeah. In Western America. And then you, you're and then just my, waiting for... And then my eight-year-old sister's doing it, like, while eating a ring pop. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what that's what little sibling, siblings do, is they just do stuff a little better. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, but also it's like, whatever. Insert a, you're right, right here. Okay. That's a callback. <laughs> Sponsor us callbacks. Callbacks. <laughs> Uh, all right, and we also saw John Wick 3 earlier. Ugh. How great was it? First off, all the John Wicks are fucking amazing. Yes. But to, to uh, and, it, and it's, a, it's a genre called gun fu. <laughs> what, you had the best line about the movie. What was it? Oh, his best three lines were, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the longest sentence he had. 
Uh, the only thing I've seen more amazing than that was Amazing Grace, the Aretha Franklin movie. Uh, also, I'm a huge Aretha Franklin fan. Uh, so, but I'll second that emotion. You'll second. Not quoting Aretha, but you know. Uh, and so yeah, it, there were moments where, like, literally, she would hit notes and my chest would shake, and uh, yeah, she's just fucking amazing. That was also just because of the volume of the people behind us talking. Oh, I did have some rage. You did, did but I was also like, let it go. I they did. They're so old; they were probably there. They, they were probably yeah. They were probably like, oh yeah, no. I can't believe we're still not being shown. <laughs> we were the only four white people there. All right. Well, this was fun. This was fun. Episode one. Ep one. Ep one of the millionth podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast because there will be more. We're going to do them once a week. Uh, this is it. This is how we're doing. We might have guests. Uh, we uh, we might not. We're just going to see where it goes. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably have guests. There's no we'll way. We'll probably have guests. Like, our friends will come on. Well, namely, your friends will come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a couple of your friends on. They're Oosh. doing stuff. That's true. The one's got the movie out. It's at all the fests. It's a, it's a web series. It's a web series that I produce. It's called Pillow Talk. It's at Dances with Films, and it'll be screened before this is even on the air. That's true. Uh, and on social media, you're at Andy Port. On Instagram and at Andy Porter on Twitter. Yep, and I am at I am Chris Porter on both of such things. Yeah, we should start a social for this. We will. I think we should get more than one episode out before we start getting all yeah. the accoutrement going. Tomato, tomato. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next week, and uh, we'll see you soon. Have a good one. Uh, stay dry.